Hello and welcome to 158 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Fairly, fairly hectic and fairly jam-packed League All About show. I talk about all the CCC um, fallout and uh, so I do that discussion within the League All About results. I think it's a couple of minutes in. Um, I'm gonna fin- you'll fin- uh, it'll finish out with that, it'll fade out with that, um, the end of the League All About show. But I'll begin with just talking about the weekend it was. It wasn't a really great weekend for, for Loud GA County teams. The Mayans were beaten on Saturday at noon, 115 to 111. Four point loss. Um, I go into that in great depth on the Minor Talking Points podcast. That was out after the game. So if you're a patron, you've already si- uh, listened to it. But if you want to hear it, uh, sign up and hear those talking points on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Um, just a couple of players weren't able to play were very, very, very much um, tough for the boys to overcome. Mita fairly handy though. You can see Mita quite good um, in their first game out. They'd probably go far. They'd, they'd Dublin next. They could win the All-Ireland. But we weren't far away. It's a really good batch. I don't know actually whether I spoke about it much in the in the Minor Talking Points podcast, but just how much of a prospect that uh, Sean Reynolds is at left half-back. So, so good outstanding like just to drive the game for for a county and for a team at that age he's really 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 talented footballer really really good he would have walked into that um, mead team um, a lot of loud players would have that, that's how good we are um, at that level how good that bunch was they'll, they'll definitely be improvements they'll, they'll definitely go in and be looked at and worked hard for the under 20s that's the graft that to go on it's a good season um, there's other lads there as well that'll definitely go on and, and, and play for, for loud seniors probably four or five I'd say off it usually you do well to get two or three but I think it'll be four or five um, but that's where you need to be competing you need to be competing at those uh, final four levels of your province and uh, hopefully that's a sign of things to come because um, that's definitely where it's needed the horrors I'll talk about them. I was just I got. I didn't get to make the game because of the time. If, if it had been half four, maybe I might have got down to it. But it just awkward the timing in Breffney Park against Cavan, and it looked all good. You're looking up, you're following the reports, and they're winning nineteen five with about in, in, with less than ten minutes to go in Grand. They pulled through another Laurie Maher final, and then it just just fall apart Philip Brady gets a goal um, a controversial goal you might see Stephen Yor's Twitter account and maybe I retweeted it as well and you see um, Gary Rellis kind of goalkeeper kind of puts the paw up and it does bounce and it is um, recovered but I don't know whether it was over the line I don't think it was they're, they're, they're uh, number 17 fairly well made the umpires squirm and think about it um, but they won all and won one twenty one to twenty, so devastating loss because they're playing for man in the final. Cavan are playing for man in the final, so those, those two teams from that two team group B in Laurie Mar are in the final. So that's like, oh, just think loud. They have to throw that away. You know, that's the overwhelming feeling from that. They had a great chance to win pole position, and then. No, oh, I'm good at that. I'm really good about that that group, th- those horrors, because um, they're doing very well. And another win in, in Crow Park or wherever the game is on top of the league success just shows that progression going up further and further. Salvage the weekend, the Loud Ladies, they do the business. They beat Offaly um, 
Michelle McMahon gave us a lead um, just after half time. Sorry, it was one seven to four at half time. We were seven three up. We let them score one one. Grawnigan got the goal, and it was one yeah one one four to seven drama at level at half time. Then after half time, forty nine minutes, the fitness shows the the attacking prowess shows. Neve Rice and Kay Flood get two goals in a minute. Flood follows up four minutes there with another goal, and Laura Collins finishes off. Um, a great move to put it to four ten, and they get a few late scores, but we're, we're well in control. We play leash next, so the, thank, thanks to the loud ladies for salvaging the weekend. Um, I'll have Brona McGrain on, former loud ladies footballer. Um, she talks about um, why she was featured on that RT program with Anna Geary. She's going to be on the Patreon podcast. We're going to talk about that, and uh, very interesting and uh, really good chat as well. Um, yeah that's it so the CCC you'll hear that now um, oh sorry yeah they're playing Leash next to Loud Ladies in the quarter final not too sure where that game is will it be previewing now with Alan Hartnett again probably do the same home and away job as well on the Leash Talk and he'll come on to my podcast but yeah that's it so thanks very much for tuning in I'm going to go to the league all about it so we get the full uh, league roundup wrap up results performances of the week and the whole lot and then on top of that you're going to get that big CCC discussion where Sean McLean and Stephen Murphy have uh, resigned their posts with it. So thanks very much for tuning in. I'll talk to you during the week. And remember, it'll finish out on the League All About It show. Good luck. Bye-bye. Hello. League All About It show brought to you by the cleaning doctor, Laird and Monaghan External Services. Something happened there. I was nearly too prepared and everything set up and it went to go live and we had to crash and restart again. Uh, one minute past nine we're back and uh, it's a hectic hectic league all about it show not a lot of games with plenty of talking points similar to every week uh, that this is going on there's a discussion over fixtures there's a large discussion I'm going to have so the way it's going to work out this show I'm going to go as usual I'm going to go through the results the very few results that there is we're going to talk then about the CCC controversy we're then going to go into each and every result that went on and I'm going to talk about this. There's, there's so much happening at the moment that we can go into table permutations. So I've had them all there and a fair idea of what teams are going and then we'll have the result of the week and performance of the week at the very end. Um, hectic weekend, absolutely. But um, we see it from before, just it's cruel the heat to play in that heat. It's nice to lie out on the beach on it. But to play in it and maybe that affected some performances, I'm not too sure. But maybe a lot of teams would have loved to be in that heat to have that complaint. So um, I'll not complain too much. Right, results. Um, Division 1, there's two games on today. Two senior finalists from last year had two big wins. Identical scorelines, more or less. Well, Ardy beat Cooley 5-13 to, to 1-9 away. And the Jocks beat Maddox Rangers 5-13 to 1-10. Um, in Cullen so two away victories there for the last uh, year's county ch- county finalists um, then on uh, yeah Sunday at half four the division two results Roach beat the Gales 2-10 to 1-10 away from home and a rare uh, home victory in division two this weekend um, and that uh, the, uh, the clans beat the O'Connells 1-16 to 1-10 Division 3A, Saturday night, was a little bit cooler on the Saturday night, not too sure, I don't know, but um, results seemingly went to plan. You had Napierce getting a 16-point to 1-10 win over Nave Malachy. Lanlear 
beat Lloyd won 12 to 6 points in Dunleer away victory the only away victory in Division 3A and 3B over the weekend and Glen Emmett's went down to Town and beat the Westerns 4-18 to 5 points the Tones 221 to 1-6 they're still uh, flying at the top of Division 3B the Shawns going well showing that form as well they picked up a 213 to 1-10 win over the Knicks Mitchells they had a massive win um, 522 to 3 points win over Dowdles Hill at home Ballybela um, sorry just to talk about um, yeah I'm going to lead into that now Cahull and Gales as the banner was called off with Covid the Finbar's game was called off um, again the Joes due to the involvement of the Loud Horlers um, the same with the Kevins and the Kevins and the Plunks might, plunk, uh, might have Covid issues as well Hunterstown Kilcarely Kilcarely have a couple of Loud Horlers as well the Rallies in Dawkins Ireland is in Division 2 that was down to Covid as well um, in one of the camps as well and then the Sean O'Mahony's was Covid the Blues and the Feckins I think that was the Loud Horrors involvement as well and then the Pats and the Geraldines that might be um, Covid as well not 100% sure but one game that was called off this weekend has caused an awful lot of controversy and wasn't Covid related it was the the Moctis and the Brides that game was supposed to be played in Loud Village it was Called off late last night, half nine the Saturday night. Um, and the ins and outs of it I'll get into, but the the the, the falling out of it is Stephen Murphy and Sean McLean have resigned their roles in the CCC. Um, prominent roles in it, um, chairperson, vice chairperson of it. So that high up and that much of a falling out um, after that, that game being, being, called, being pulled off being pulled off at the uh, yeah at the very very late hour like if you're if you're a Moctis player or you're a Brides player even um, and your game's called off that late it's kind of a it's it's very very unsatisfying um, the rigmarole around it is um, the Moctis the Moctis were obviously ready to play the Brides were ready to play they played the weekend previous with it, with, without their loud horrors so they were more or less signed up to play this weekend with 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 their loud horrors seen as loud or best in the Laurie Mar Cup the day before against um Calvin. I'll be talking about that in the, the Sunday night podcast. But so they were ready to play. The Brides lads, as far as I'm aware, had work booked off, um they were ready to go, um, all gung gung ho and then the request was put in or was it put in or was it so maybe someone went over um, the, the CCTV CCC um, head and called call the game off um, it's a funny one It's it, it might go a little bit further with the falling out um, because the brides are ready to play the mocks are ready to play but the request of the pressure come in somewhere obviously there was loud horrors involved with the brides but having played the weekend before and without them they were down to play this weekend had the option of, of not playing it but it went that far and then it was called off called off at the late hour Sean McLean and uh, Stephen Murphy well known referee around the county and Sean McLean is the vice chairman of the county board um, did, to my, to my, in my opinion they've, they've done a really good job at CCC level um, in organising the fixtures in giving the plan obviously they've come under further stress this season and last year with the fact that Covid has come in and the pandemic they've tried to give um, horrors and under 20s and uh, 
Larry Footballer's kind of preference as well to kind of get them going and try to facilitate facilitate the actual um, cluster of fixtures and kind of give a, a clear plan because that's all you want is a clear plan and they provided that but they felt I possibly felt undermined or just felt that they couldn't stand over like the, the brides and mocked as lads wanting to play and then the game being called off so late and they, they were responsible for that or had, had no responsible response for that maybe they're getting blamed for it and getting feeling under pressure for the game not to go ahead and then going ahead and having standing by the game going ahead so it's um, very interesting, very kind of... I, I don't like to see that falling out, especially when lads are doing a good job. And especially in the season that's in it, we, we could be a little bit more forgiven in that it's a COVID year. This, like, it's COVID anyway, you should have that kind of empty towards someone like that. And then on top of that, um, it's going to be a split season next year. So it, it will be a pure, like, no clash, no kind of falling out in between club county hurlers anyone like that inter-county underage juvenile club county that split will be completely taken out of it and maybe they might be persuaded to come back in the future year but that's the falling out that's mainly what happened um, it's it's unfortunate uh, when these games well, I'm going to talk about the tables at the end and it, it kind of just gets a wee bit messy when they're going to fill these games in there might be a backlog and maybe it's kind of like Decided because last week was nearly I was nearly doom and gloom with with um, maybe the season won't get played. It looks to have settled down a lot of uh, panels and a lot of teams. And um, the, the games like to be it'll be a hectic month of August to be four or five maybe league all about it shows brought to you by um, the cleaning doctor external cleaning services and loud them on and windows gutters walls pat roofs patios and driveways. So it's going to be fairly hectic. Going to be fairly hectic August, and then there will be time in between. Maybe teams get uh, maybe teams get knocked out of the championship early. We'll play those games back, but the finality of the league might be a wee bit messy. But um, there will be games. There will be time to play it. And looking at the way the COVID is slightly um, not as scary as it was last weekend. Right, we get into the games. We will start in Division One, and we'll talk about um, Ardy's big win away. Um, it was it was tight enough in the first half. The RD led one eight to five, that six point lead thanks to Keen Moore and he got the first of the five goals. And then second half, maybe Cooley's just kind of energy levels dipped in the second half, and RD no better men to punish him, punish them. Darren Clark comes off the bench to get the last score, and um, Darren McConnell gets the third. Conor Gillespie got the second. He finished top score for RD one three, and then I can't remember who got the fifth goal. Oh, Evan Malone. Uh, he came off the bench as well. So two subs coming off the bench there to land goals. That's crucial, massive in that. he Cooley did kind of put up a bit of a resolve in the second half. End O'Neill sparkling again. He got 1-1. King Connor also. He got uh, four points, I think. Four frees. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's already they're, 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 they're big winners on the day. Uh, uh, identical score, 5-13 to Nave Martin who pipped them last year in the senior final. Um the difference in that game, the Jocks got their work done very, very early. They had um, they had four goals after 16 minutes and then uh, Valetti gets the fifth goal just before the end of halftime to push them 5-4 to 5 ahead. Um, very powerful outfit, um, very, very clinical, very ruthless um, and very good in the counter-attack. Shane Campbell comes up the field from cornerback. He started a lot of the games this year. He came up and... Finished a lovely counter-attacking move up the left-hand side, just slotted by Jamie Mulholland, the former Nib Martin goalie. Um, Sam Mulroy gets the next goal um, 
he finished with 2-5 and then Sam gets a penalty as well in the half and then Brian McQuillan was set up by Sam for the fourth goal so they're fairly lively um, a couple of players added to Akeen Sands is impressing Connor Whelan is up to the notch as well he got six points um, all from play um, Cullen, did, we, Cullen did come back in the second half kind of and made it a lot more competitive. Um, Carl Fleming getting a constellation penal for the Cullen men who was beaten heavily in Cullen. Right, um, Division 2, the Gales and Roach. We've talked about Roach a lot on this podcast or, or this show. Um, they had a big win. And similar to the Jocks, they got their, their goals early doors. Two early goals um, from uh, Liam Carty and Martin Carroll. Those, those are two big additions to the Roach squad. And they got those two goals early on, led 2-5 to 4. Gales dominated the second half, but just couldn't get back into it. It looked like a real uh, comeback was on the cards, and Tom O'Connell mentioned him before. He got an early goal to start the second half, but Roach just controlled it through Shane Bourne. Shamo got three points in the first half. Um, Barry O'Hare as well. So that that kind of just gave them that little bit of uh, control in the game. Like they were beaten one five to four in the second half. Outscored one five to four in that second half. Actually one six to f- one six to five points. Sorry, in the second half, but they still had enough. Had that early built up that early lead, controlled it, managed it. So great win there for Roach. Then the Clans, big big win. That's um, two wins in a week. They they won during the week as well. And um, Robbie, Cor- oh sorry, they were beaten during the week, so they bounced that, bounced back very well. What I mean was Robbie Corn. He scored a lot of scores, nine points against the Islanders during the week. And um, he picked up one six today. He was the difference between the sides. He got one three to finish the game, finish it out. Very very good scoring form. The Connells, they're slowly but surely they're improving. Um. Going, going a little bit better on the way in Callan now. Um, they pushed the clans all the way, but that late goal in the second half just pushed the win out for the clans. And, and they have a nice little rivalry. Those they've, they've played each other in uh, they've played each other down the years in, in intermediate finals and intermediate stages as well. So uh, no love lost there, but the clans prevail. The division three. So the three pace that are still win the Piercy get a, a big win at home 16 points to 110 from a much improved um, close than expected Malachy's um, Donald Begley with 1-3 really took the fight to them um, but the Ma- then the Piercy pushed on and uh, thanks to Mark Larkin he came in off the bench kicked 6 points uh, Rob Murphy had 3 um, but the Piercy keeping keeping the pace there and then Glide um, oh sorry sorry Glide and Lanier game um, Lanier did the business. They just came out on top. They just they just grounded out. It was tight. They kind of a bit of feeling out at the start. But Niall Lennon had a good game. Kicked three points, but um, they pushed on and devastating third quarter and maybe second quarter in that game. Uh, Alan Murphy, Andrew Dowd set up Bob Murphy for a goal before half time. That pushed them ahead. That keeps their one hundred percent record. Um, Alan Murphy. Another Murphy. Allen gets three of the six points after the quarter. He was in fine scoring form. He got four points. And they reduced Glide to only two second half points from Trevor O'Brien and Kieran Sheridan. So Lanlier um are pushing on. You can see the gap there widening. The Glenn Emmets, they really are not messing about this season. Keelan O'Neill is in serious form. He got two four. Maybe a loud call up in the in the in the off season. And then uh, Grufferty and James Butler. They seem to be like dueling with each other every every like shooting contest. They won five each. 
Um, the Westerns didn't score in the first half, um, but they came out in the second half and made it a bit more respectable. Anthony Dornan and Kieran Scriven getting a couple of points for the Westerns in that heavy loss. But Glen Emmett's look a cut above the rest so far in that division. Um, very, very tasty next week. They play, Len Lear play Glen Emmett's next week. So that'll be worth tuning in for. Right, Division 3B, the Tones, massive win. Niall Smith got one of the goals and um, uh, Rory Taft got the other one. But uh, they got they more or less got one ten and either half. Big win over um, Annaminen. Fergal Markey gets a goal off the bench for Annaminen. But um, Tones, they maintain their, their high-flying start as well, 100% record as well. The Shawns, we mentioned them as well. They've really improved. They got a big win over the Knicks. Um, Danny Cummins with 1-3 he was excellent um, Ian Cor- uh, Cormac Walsh Corbleek um, were very good as well Millie at full forward 3 points Kevin McMahon his brother Kieran McMahon at full back was rock solid the Shawns have the rack together they're going quite nicely um, the Knicks would have been fancy before that maybe they're still missing a lot of players uh, Rian Farrell got their goal um, it, it it just it, it just shows it, it's just a trend you can see who has the work done and who's pushing on the Mitchells they're they're flying after their their loss to the Tones they're back up there five twenty two win over Dowdles Hill Dowdles Hill um, just struggling there um, you could say that's yeah an easy one to say but um, Garrett King got two three John Gallagher and Kevin Gallagher got one five one six I think John got one six and then Robbie Kyle got the um, Robbie Kyle got the last goal in that. So how are the tables looking? So just a, just a little bit of tidying up. I'll, I'll, fin- I'll yeah, I'll finish with three B. Just while we're while we're on three B, the tones are well ahead. Well, not well ahead. They're they're ahead on two points after they beat the the Mitchells last week. So that divide is there. The Shawns can join them on eight points. They have a game in hand, and uh, Stavanger are also going well. They have six points, and I think they have to play each other, or is it? Yeah, I think no. Sorry, the Cullen Gales have to play the Stavanger. That's their game in hand. So the tones, yeah, they are on top there. And then looking at three A, it looks like a real shootout at the bottom between the Westerns and the Malachies. Clyde Rangers are very, very. Um, Clyde Rangers are very close as well. They're in two points, and there's a massive gap between those, between those three teams. And Pearcey's still trying to keep pace, but they've lost those. They've lost those two games, and they've drew with lost with one game, and they've drew with Lanlear. Lanlear are second. They're a point behind. Um, they're a point behind Glen Emmets, who have a, a serious scoring difference of plus ninety five. So they're they're going really really well. And like I say, Lanlear and Clyde or Glen Emmets play each other next week, so that's going to be a really 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 tasty game, really decisive game. Okay, top of Division Two league. Now, <coughs> Division Two, you have a couple of you have two teams on two games, and the most um, is Roach and the Clans, and no Roach and the Clans and the O'Connells. They have five games played, so the O'Connells are down there with two points at the bottom. The Kevins have no points after three games, and the Finbars have no points after two. They have only two games played as well. But on the other way, yeah, the Finbars have no points, sorry. And then you have Hunterstown on two points, but they have three games in hand. So they can possibly go back up to the top um, um, again with, with Roach. But Roach are on top with eight points. Um, that just shows how good they are going this season. That was a big win. Top of the table clash again, the Gales, and they came out and did the business. And the Gales were probably reeling after that loss, after those two concessions and the two early goals. 
But yeah, so it's uh, you also have the Ireland who picked up a win during the week, so they're on six points as well. They can go on. They they've the only team that can maintain their unbeaten record. Um, let me see. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's correct. I always doubt myself here on the league all about it show. And then right, a bit of tidying up here to do in Division One. The Blues have six points, and I was like, how did they? How did they have six points? They only played three games, but it turns out that they their game against the Martins was called off and for whatever reason I think maybe something to do with Covid the game was conceded to the New Ten Blues so they picked up the two points so they're, they're joint second with Nave Martin now after today and the Martins have a game ahead of them RD are um, on four games played and they have seven points so they're at the top by a point and then down at the bottom the Sean and Mahoney's are no points after four games and then there's four teams on two points the Pats who've only played two games so they have two games after um after five five rounds played, um, the Geraldines, Matlock, and the Feckins are down down two points. There will be a league all about a show on Thursday, and then the following Tuesday I'll keep I'll keep the the league all about a show going. Um, performance of the weekend. Who will I give it to? Um, oh, let me see. Uh, I nearly want to give it to Roach because that's such a defining um, defining win to go. The first real test uh, of them, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Roach. The first real test, um, and and to do to do the business to, to go on top. That was it was an all or nothing game. I think that game, yeah, the game was in Dundalk, so it was a big big win for them um, to get over the line. Who else am I talking about now as well? A couple of other guys I mentioned the Sean as well. The tones very impressive. The Martins and RD, very very impressive. Like there is a bit of a gap widening. You can see it at the top of Division One. Those three teams, the Marys, the Blues, the Martins, are out on top. Um, although the Brides can force themselves into the mix if they win their game in hand now as well. And also the Moctas as well. They can come win those two games and go on eight points as well. Along, yeah, no, yeah, just just those. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Thanks very much for tuning into the League All About Show. We'll have a podcast as well out later, the usual free Sunday night podcast, episode 158, I think it is. We'll be talking about the ladies. They had a big win. we talk about the minors. We'll be talking about the CCC as well, which I mentioned in this. We will be talking about the horrors as well and their oh, brutal loss against Calvin. And then, uh, what else is there? Something else to talk about. we preview during the week and uh, bits and pieces like that. But thanks very much for tuning in to the League All About It show that's round 6 5 games played five, the 5th League All About It show thanks again to the cleaning doctor external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan windows gutters walls roofs patios and drivers Ernan Roach will clean them for you so thanks very much for tuning in I will chat to you on Thursday after this weekend's show and if you miss me during the week I'll have uh, Brona McGrain on she's going to talk health and fitness and why girls are giving up, giving up sport, not only football. So I'll have Horde on during the week. It'll be a Monday night, Sunday night podcast as well to come. And if you want to sign up and go back through the whole back catalogue as well. Um, thanks very much. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.